just, oh yes, we do that. But actually love your neighbour. All around here in, in Leafy Thatcham, which probably looks quite affluent, there'll be people who are struggling in their homes financially, who are wondering how they're going to pay their bills, wondering who they're going to see this week, or if anybody's even noticed them. So it's wonderful that you're here um, and you can reach them. The truth is also community is especially important if you're struggling. Um, and because people who are on the margins often get isolated and forgotten, CAP exists to draw them in to church, to bring good news. So Jesus said he came to bring good news to the poor and he told us that we're to love our neighbour and that's where these two bits of work combine. As Mark said, I'm the CAP Centre Manager in Reading. I've been working with Christians Against Poverty for almost 13 years and it's been such a privilege to um, be given the bridge into people's homes that you'd never have otherwise. CAP provides that way in, that, and for you will be life skills, where you can meet people at their darkest times sometimes and show them that they are seen and they are loved and they are welcome into church. God hasn't forgotten them. I'm going to read today from Mark 2, which maybe you already know off by heart. It's a very familiar story. So starting at verse 1. When Jesus returned to Capernaum several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a man, paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. And seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, My child, your sins are forgiven. Some of the teachers of religious law who were sitting there thought to themselves, what's he saying? This is blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking, so he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or stand up, pick up your mat and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. And he turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat, walked out through the stunned onlookers and they were all amazed and praised God exclaiming, we have never seen anything like this before. <laughs> what a great story is that? I, you kind of picture the scene, don't you? I don't know if, they, if the room they were in was this sort of size, but I imagine a scrabbling noise on the roof. Maybe they were thinking rats. Maybe, you know, what's going to drop down on us? They didn't know what was going to happen as they were focused on Jesus and his amazing teaching. But these four friends didn't want to miss out. And I imagine them in the morning thinking, Jesus is going to be at that house. Um, maybe one of them thought of it first. I can't do this on my own. And went round, round, round to get his friend. And then they were like, well, two of us can't manage it. We need more. And they grabbed two more buddies up onto the roof. And then noise, 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 dust and, dust and sticks and stuff going everywhere. Everyone looking up and these four faces appearing and then a mat, mat being bundled down. <gasps> the man lying on the mat was a social outcast. He couldn't contribute to society. He couldn't make anything. He couldn't do anything. He needed help with everything. Feeding, washing, going to the loo, the whole lot. He was helpless, but he had the most amazing friends. Now, obviously, Jesus is the real hero of the story. 
He's the one that healed the man and gave him a second chance at life. But if it wasn't for the friends, that man would have stayed lying on his mat at home. It was into this caring community that he got the help he desperately needed. And I'm just thinking to myself, maybe sometimes when you're thinking about the people you're going to be helping, you're thinking, well, we're going to be helping them because we're sorted. But the truth is, as you know, we all need help. We all need a community. And so what you're inviting these new people into is the kind of community that we all need, with Jesus the King above. So what does it take to run life skills? Well, first of all, it takes someone to notice and your church has noticed there are people who are in need. There are people who perhaps need help with their finances, perhaps need help with some budgeting, perhaps need help with planning their meals. It's very, very um, practical and down-to-earth. The course is wonderful. It's really helpful. We run it in Reading many times um, whilst I had a center, uh, life skills manager. And I would thoroughly recommend it. So you're just doing a great thing. It's a, an eight-week course, sometimes slightly adapted according to your situation. So there's course content, there's community time, and there's one-to-one -one coaching. And you might be thinking, oh, yes, Sam's doing that. But please don't think that. Please don't think she's the only one that's going to do it. What I'm encouraging you here today is to be one of the four friends. And actually, we need far more than four, don't we? We need people to pray. We need people to set up the room. We need people to put up posters, maybe, invite their friends. And really, from Reading, our main learning has been getting people to come is the hardest thing. So if you have contacts in a school, if you have contacts um, in any kind of club in the local area, Wherever you're involved, look out for people and invite them. Invite them directly. Say you'll come with them. Um, but, but maybe a notice in a school newsletter wouldn't go amiss or some posters in a, in a library, that kind of thing, all helps. But please, what I'm urging you to do is to join in with Sam in some way or another. And please don't cap yourself out because you're too something or other. You're not too anything. You're, you're um, just in the right place at the right time to make a real difference in the community. Rocket skills isn't life, isn't, sorry, life skills isn't, isn't rocket science, but it changes lives. It's not complicated, but it shows people that we care. And so to understand a little bit more, we're going to watch a video right now, if that's possible, from the back, to see what it looks like in real life. My abuser went for me and, you know, when I realised what I'd got myself into, I thought I was done and dusted. I was worried about the kids, you know, what's going to happen, because I had three children to him. And we went into a refuge for four months. But then, even when I came out, he carried on with the abuse and the physical abuse you heal from. But you still know the threats there and you're scared of them. I felt useless, worthless, unlovable. I felt um, just worn out and drained. It just, I'd, I'd lost my whole identity because when I was with my ex, I wasn't allowed friends um, and I wasn't allowed a social life or nothing. Obviously, suicide comes through your, through your mind. It's just horrible, horrible. Basically, in the end, 
I couldn't take it and I had a nervous breakdown. My neighbour just said, are you okay? When I was going to the shop and I just broke down crying. I went to the doctors and I got pointed towards um, the life skills group. I thought I'll give it a go and it was down at a local church, the New Brighton Baptist Church. And at first I was thinking, oh, you know, they might be a bit, I don't know, judgmental, but they were far from it. Just all, all I've had from all of them is support and encouragement and practical help, left, right and centre and friendship and it's been, it's just, it, it is, it's amazing. It actually does make you think about your finances and cooking and um, we've planted things, you know, like our own tomato plants and you're teaching all sorts of really good stuff. You know, I've got a lot more confidence. Um, I go more places. Um, I don't worry so much. And and I have actually got a social life now, an extended family. If they say I can't go, I'm going to volunteer to help. <laughs> I was getting, you know, invited to cap events and um, I went to the one at the New Brighton Baptist with Sandra there and Moira when I felt the, the love of God and the peace you know fill me heart um, that was just incredible that'll last me a lifetime and so I, I said the prayer with you know without hesitation and it's filled a hole in my heart that nobody else could fill. Day-to-day -day life for me now is oh, so much better. It's, um, uh, you know, I've got friends to go and see. I've got places to go. I love taking photographs, photography, painting, writing poetry, going to church. <laughs> just, just enjoying my life. Actually enjoying life. It was like almost as if everything was black and white and now it's in, you know, Technicolor. It's absolute transformation. Forgive me, Lord, I went astray, but even so you heard me pray. You sent me friends that guided me and now I've found my family tree. Your roots so strong and branches tall. I know, my Lord, you're there for all. I'm just a leaf upon your tree, but now I know your love for me. Oh Lord, you are a mighty tree. Isn't that wonderful, the transformation from being completely isolated and without hope to being in the family, serving, laughing, life in all its fullness. And so, yes, let's just remember the story of the paralysed man. His friends came together set out on a mission to bring their friend the help that he needed by bringing him to Jesus. And we're on a mission too in CAP, a mission to see the UK church serving and including those in greatest need while proclaiming Jesus. We don't want to have a kind of yucky us and them. We're all brothers and sisters in together and we all need Jesus. 
Um, and so when people come along to one of our courses, when someone's, I meet somebody as a debt client, we're on the same level looking up to Jesus. I just want to emphasize that, that it's not like you're providing a service that kind of puts you above anybody else. You're just welcoming them into the family. We partner with nearly 300 churches across the UK, providing high-quality debt advice to thousands trapped in the prison of debt. And uh, for anybody that might be thinking that people are struggling with debt because they've just spent too much, or they've been foolish and reckless, it's not that. The people that I see are struggling to pay their rent, their council tax, their water, their gas electric, buy food for their families. And no doubt with the cost of living crisis, it's only going to get harder. So I, you're just doing this at the right time. Well done. Um, just, just a story of one of the clients that we've had. Her name was Jude. She got into debt after a stroke caused cognitive impairment and her husband, who couldn't cope, left her. She said, I felt as though I'd fallen into a manhole and I couldn't get the lid off. I couldn't see a way out. Down there, it's black and I couldn't see any light. I didn't have the strength or energy to get out of that hole. But we have an army of qualified debt advisors at head office in Bradford who work out budgets and contact creditors and answer phone calls for people in need. And in doing this, bring relief to thousands across the, across the country. Every year we see 2,000 go debt free. It's a fresh start. And I often think to myself, we all need a fresh start, don't we? And what people get through CAP just mirrors what we've received through Je from Jesus. Fresh start, debt paid, start again. Actually, we don't pay people's debts for them. We help them to pay off um, their debts over a period of time or, if necessary, to go through some kind of insolvency. Maybe that'll be something that'll be good for your church one day, but for now, it's life skills. You may be thinking, actually, I'd love to be part of a community like that, tearing down the walls that are keeping people isolated and struggling. And... Please now, if you haven't already, have a word with Sam and say, yes, I'm in. I want to help in whatever way, setting up the room, pouring the teas. You saw from Jenny's video, the things that the church did weren't, wow, they were ordinary things like, you're welcome to our barbecue and would you like a cup of tea? And let's have a look at the, the booklet. It's all laid out for you. The CAP course is really thorough. It's really good. The booklets and the, and the stuff that CAP produces, really top notch. So yes, don't hesitate to sign up. But there's another way that you can get involved. Um, the book, nevertheless, this is how I first heard about CAP. If you haven't already read it, I'd really recommend giving it a try. It's the gritty, no-nonsense kind of... It starts with the diaries that John made 25 years ago when he was starting out with CAP, and it was not easy. So one of the main things I've learned through working with CAP is, is um, seeing my faith grow, seeing what God can do, what's possible when he works through his people. So I've got some of these books at the back. If you'd like to have one, please take one. Um, and then when you've read it, please pass it on to somebody else. It's really a really good read. You may be wondering, how does CAP provide free debt service on this scale across the UK? And the answer is primarily through what we call life changes. Life changes are people who give monthly to the work of CAP through their bank, um, they're called life changers for obvious reasons. That's what they do. There's nearly 29,000 people across the country giving into the work of CAP so that what you can provide to your local community comes without charge. You don't need to sign up and pay. Uh, it's completely free. I wonder if that's something that you'd like to be involved with. 
Or maybe you already are. If you're already a life changer, I have come with a great big thank you from head office to say you have made a difference already. You have made it possible for other people to find freedom from debt. You've made it possible for there to be a national helpline that people can call in and say, I don't know where else to turn, and somebody kind will answer them and give them the, uh, give them the uh, contact details of what they need to do next. In particular, I wonder, if you're not already a life changer, maybe today's the day. Oh, I can't find my form. Oh, here we go. This little fella. So we're not asking you to change the money you're giving into your church. This would be on top if you'd like to, if you're able to. Um, all you need to do is fill in the very basic contact details and to tick whether you'd like us, you'd be happy for us to contact you at the bottom. If there's no yes to phone, then unfortunately this piece of paper goes in the bin because we're, by GDPR we're not allowed to contact you. So if you don't know if you don't know your bank details or you're not sure what you'd like to give to CAP, but if you'd like to give something, put your contact details down and I'll take these away and send them up to head office. They can get in touch with you and work out the details. Okay. In fact, if you'd like to do that now, please take your form. It's sometimes easier to do it now than it's going to go in a handbag and then get pulled out three years later. So uh, just take a couple of minutes to do that while I'm, and then I'll finish off with a prayer. If you prefer to do your banking online, you can go to capuk.org forward slash respond, and that's the way that you can get to that. But basically, just Google Cap and you'll find it. Okay. I would love to know if anybody has any questions. In a minute, we're going to interview Sam. But if anybody has any questions for me, just having worked in the area for a little while, I would love to do what I can to answer. No question too stupid. If it's too hard, I'll ask someone else. Nobody? Well, either you're very well informed or you're, you're waiting to ask somebody you know. That's fine. Let's just pray to finish my bit. Lord God, I thank you so much that your heart for the poor exceeds ours immeasurably, that you see and know and love all of us, whether we're doing okay or whether we're literally hanging on by our fingertips. We thank you that you came, Jesus, to bring good news to the poor. You came to bring um, hope to the hopeless and freedom to the captives and that you chose to use your people as a vehicle to bring that hope to others. And so I want to pray, Lord God, your blessing on this church family, that you would use them to bring about your kingdom purposes in Thatcham and beyond. And right now, Lord, whether there's people who are sitting in their homes wondering what on earth they're going to do, whether there's people who are wondering if, they even, if, if anyone knows whether they exist, Lord, we pray your blessing on them and ask that we, you would help this church to find a means of reaching those in the darkest of places. That the Life Skills course that starts in September will be a place of life and hope and joy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. I shall hand back to Mark and he'll take the next bit. Sam up. Come up, Sam. Sam 
is one of those four friends that we heard about in that reading. Sam's noticed what's happening and Sam is turning kind of intention into reality. He's come here and I'm going to interview Sam now. So let's, let's start with the easy question, Sam. What's your name? Good morning. For those of you who don't know me already, my name is Samantha Chapman, and I've um, teamed up with Glendale Church to deliver life skills through CAP Christians Against Poverty. So I'm really excited to be a part of that journey, and um, I look forward to anybody here who um, is wanting to partner with that as well. Um, so if anything Joe has said has inspired you this morning, I just really just inspire you to talk to me if you want to be a part of that after after today. Thank you. Fantastic. So, Sam, how long have you been involved with Glendale Church? Oh, gosh. So I've been a part of Glendale Church for around, well, over 10 years now, and I've actually been a Christian for 12 years. Um, and it's just amazing the work that God can do through his healing power and through his power and authority. Um, and... Um, you, uh, you may be surprised to learn that I could have quite easily been one of those people that attended life skills and needed that support. Um, and all I can say is nothing that, nothing that Christ um, does is wasted. So, you know, all of that early experience before I knew Christ um, was really my developing for where he's leading me now. And so... Um, yeah, I think, you know, I just want to encourage anybody who may have, um, n you know, not yet fully committed to God's um, freedom, that, you know, he, the freedom that he can bring is just an amazing, um, you know, what, what, what I want to say is what, what the enemy, you know, meant for evil, God brings for good. And all of that stuff from my early years, you know, he is now turning around so I can help others. And I just, yeah, I'm really inspired to share that. Mm, thank you. Sam, you said that uh, you came to Christ 12 years ago. Mm. How did that come about? Oh, wow. So I, um, I had a friend who um, just, I was, you know, it's really interesting that we've sang Are You, Are you Broken and Hurting Within because I was completely broken and I had a friend who just, um, I met with and she just said can I pray for you and through that prayer and through that time I just got an amazing overwhelming sense of the Holy Spirit come upon me and it was just it was just amazing revelation of Christ in my life so um, yeah uh, that's where my journey started so she had prayed for me the Holy Spirit come upon me and she just gave me a Bible to go away and read Amazing. and I took Amazing. that Bible away with me and the rest is history because <laughs> here I am. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? Did you hear what Sam said? I had a friend. That's what we're about. I had a friend who prayed and gave me a Bible. It's not complicated. I had a friend. So, Sam, thinking about life skills, just tell us a little bit about the project that you're working on. Okay, so, I mean, Joe's done an amazing job at sharing what life skills is about. It's really about reaching out to those in the community who are in desperate need of support, you know, to enable them to like, budget, to develop life skills, to learn how to cook. And at a time where we're really 
Um, you know, certainly through lockdown, we're now struggling um, economically. Things are increasing, you know, price rises with shopping, energy bills. You know, it's about helping people to develop those skills to make their money, you know, manage their money and for their money to go further. So, um, yeah, that's what life skills is about. Mm, great. And some practical things. So when does it start? Where will you meet? Um, you know, who is it for? Okay, so it's open to anyone and it was really lovely to hear that story of that lady this morning but also we want to reach out to those who are, you know, who are struggling with their mental health, those in the community that may be isolated, those who are on really low incomes, who really just don't know, you know, how to make their money um, work for them and, you know, I've, even with my income, I've noticed the stretch at the moment. So I really f have a heart for those who are, who are um, at the moment, like you know, on very low incomes, those on benefits will be reaching out to people, you know, just to try and get them to come along. I'm really hopeful that we will get the right referrals. And of course, with God behind us, we know that he is going to be bringing the right people through the door. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Great. And um, you're starting in September. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> sorry, that was the question. What, what day of the week? And um, what it will time? be on a Tuesday. So it's going to be on a Tuesday. We've still got to finalise timings, but I think it'll probably be from 11 till 1-ish on a, on a Tuesday morning. Um, and we're hoping to launch the first one on the 27th of September. So um, we've, we've got, you know, a little bit of time, but not an awful lot of time. So please, if you are inspired by this morning i just encourage you to come and see me afterwards i've already got um a lot of people who've shown interest so um i just like joe shared i need i need a team i can't do this on my own i need a team around me so please if you feel inspired do come and see me afterwards and sam the final question what can we do as your church community what can we do to help you um, I guess the main thing is pray. Let's please pray about, um, you know, God leading the right people for referrals, for the team, for wisdom, and just for um, a complete anointing of the Holy Spirit on, on this work. So that's what I'd ask for, please.